Alright everybody, welcome to another episode of Garbage Time Points with Mike and Rick. I am Mike, the guy across the table from me is Rick, say hello Rick. Yo. And of course, the guy over there just blinked weird at me and waved. Uh, Fredo, say what's up Fredo. What's up? Nothing much, what's up with you? Not much, just uh, excited Excited for this week's show. Excited? Yeah. Wow. Oh, I'm, I got some great news. That's about time you're I got, excited. I got some great news. All right, what's, what's your news? We got a review and five stars on iTunes. Shut oh, up. Now you're just pulling chains. No way. Does it say a name? Like who did it? Mauricio Moran. Oh. Oh, he wanted that bumper sticker. Fell in love with the Momo. He wanted that bumper sticker. <laughs> As soon as we get those made up, they'll be right out to you. You're gonna get that, but wait, we're we're, we're men of our word, and uh, so yeah, he's gonna get himself a nice little tiny bumper sticker for his car. We didn't say what size it was gonna be. It will be though. Oh, he needs a big bumper sticker for that bumper. Did though. we say that? Did we say that it had to say garbage time points on it? Uh, the review. No, on on the oh the sticker. sticker. I, I think I we think said, we said it was going to be a garbage time point sticker. Oh man, I, I mean, you can have like subtitles in it. No, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, if we're gonna make if we're gonna make make them, you know, we got to make them right. But would I was you, thinking, would you, would you like to hear his review? <laughs> sure, sure, let's hear it. Or should we just let, let the listeners go about it and let's look let at him it. go? Because yeah. we'll just be like humble bragging about our one review. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was thinking we can just get him something like you know. Wrangler butts drive me nuts, or just something like that. If we if we had never said that it had to be garbage time points on it, but I guess that we did. Then now that I'm thinking about it, we did. Damn it! My other my, my other car is a boy. Yeah. <laughs> my now other now car is a boy. Oh, Can they go through and change it? I don't want to find out. <laughs> We're gonna come back next week and it's gone because we heard this podcast. <laughs> But as always, we are coming to you from Fred House Studios, a.k.a. the Spare Bedroom of Fredo's House, with the, um, I almost called him Garbage Pail Kid. Cookie! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fredo, that's not Cookie Monster up there. It's Big Burn. Oh, I know, but I did that for you. We need Big Burn, the- <laughs> Harry Monster, Elmo. Yeah. I'm going to print out Cookie Monster, just tape them on the wall. Yeah, make me feel good, so that way I don't sound stupid when I say it from now on. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at GTP Mike and Rick, at Michael double underscore Gaspar, at Richard underscore Reposa, and at Half Zero. Or you can follow us on Facebook. Just search Garbage Time Points, and you'll see our little logo up there. Uh, follow us on both. You know, do it. We have six people following us. On what? On on at least Facebook. Okay. Oh, on fake um, seven on Twitter, seven. and six of them are fake porn sites. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think I went out and fished them out. Yeah, it's because he says keywords on there. It's like you know, inflated football, and it comes back like big breasts. You know, <laughs> inflated and you know, big whatever. All right, the, the official numbers are: we got ninety-eight likes on Facebook. Yeah, and we got a hundred. Nope, seventy-six followers. <laughs> still not bad still not bad we're doing okay in our yeah. infancy yeah but you know put it out there share the show with your friends let them know uh, we're doing our thing man cause uh, we're doing it for the people and we're here to stay whether you like it or not yeah. <laughs> let's move that up to 11 that'll help out a that'll lot that'll help us out a lot get yeah. our confidence yeah. up 
And as always, as we said before, since we just got our very first review, we are on iTunes, so you can go ahead and listen to us on there. Uh, review it. The opportunity to get yourself a bumper sticker is now officially gone. For now. So, oh yeah. Yeah, we'll figure something <laughs> Maybe else we'll out. get to like 99. Oh, fuck, it's going to be so long until we get to 99. It's going to be so long. But once we get there, maybe we could do like a bumper sticker and a keychain that Fredo has in his drawer in the kitchen. <laughs> He's got a ton of them. Yeah, just laying there. So Random. Hope you guys like Albuquerque. <laughs> Uh, also, before we get into things, we just got to say congratulations to one of our listeners, uh, Dave, for winning our FanDuel MLB Challenge this past week. Uh, I didn't get the final uh, scores or anything like that, so maybe Fredo can find them and post them up. But I there was no, I, I tried I, since I didn't enter. Oh, that's right, huh? Well, I'll have to do it. I'll have to do it since these two didn't want to uh, sign up for I it. I didn't know it was a 2 o'clock enter. I didn't know either, man. It was a surprise, but I mean... Hey, you know, we do what we do the day before. That's why it's posted. Yeah. And Rick, Rick has a, ha- a habit of, like, reposting it after it's posted and then not signing up. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just, you just took the time to repost it. We sit here, we sit here every single show and say, it's fast, it's so easy, it's this and that. And you, you find time to repost it, but then you can't find time to, to, to hook it up. <laughs> Run tell that. Right? Right? <laughs> I have nothing to say. I'm caught. Yeah. That's what happens. That's why every time I, I was like, Rick, you, you, I saw you reposted. <laughs> yeah. Liked it, tweeted it, yeah. favorited it. So we need to uh, get you back into signing up, both of you. Yes. Uh, okay, I pledge. <laughs> I pledge. <laughs> and just so you guys know, we will be doing it again. I will make it up this Thursday. Send out the invite. So I believe the most we had was eight. This past week we had six, I believe. So let's bump it up. Let's let's push push that ten limit. Make me hey, make me do twenty. Pump it up, Chris. Yeah, that's what I was. Make going me do to. twenty. So yeah, so just be on the lookout for that. Um, before we get into some sports, some real sports, let's go ahead and talk about some wrestling. Uh, this past Sunday we watched uh, pay per view. WWE Payback. Um, what? Are, pull up the list of matches. There was two matches that were on on the pre-show. I know we had uh, Natalia and Charlotte, and that was just a big oh, old no. clusterfuck. Pre- pre-show was uh, well, no, that, that's yeah, that was a uh, uh, Kalisto and uh, Ryback, which we didn't get to see. And then uh, Ziggler and yeah, Ziggler uh, and Corbin. Theron. Which really surprised me. I'm so, I mean, we didn't see... I, I know I didn't get to see that. Maybe you guys... I thought it was going to be on the main it. show. But even if it wasn't on the main show, I was really kind of surprised that they let Ziggler win. Yeah, well, I think it's going to be a feud that's ongoing, and, and Corbin will eventually get the best of Aren't we just here. trying to... I mean, aren't we just trying to build a beast right now on a guy? You know, he's kind, he's kind of getting over. You kind of hear a little bit of reaction from like the crowd him, yeah. when, he, when he comes in. But, I mean, yes, people like Ziggler. But obviously, they're never going to give Ziggler a push. It's just not going to happen. He's going to leave the company probably sometime this yeah, year. Yeah, he's the guy that just, he's there to put other guys over. Yeah, because he keeps running his mouth. He started running his mouth again about creative and, yeah. and uh, kind of made a little remark about Zack Ryder getting a little bit a little bit of a thing on Raw last night during that Battle Royal. Mm-hmm. But, um, I man, I just don't, I, I don't get it. You're like trying to build a monster, a guy who's a monster, and you have him lose. On the pre-show, I mean, I, I, I mean, the only thing that I can see is they're trying not to bury Ziggler like blatantly, 
but yeah, I mean, they're you're supposed to have Corbin Wayne. You're supposed to build them up and, like you said, turn them into this beast. But um, I mean, it's hard to let Ziggler go because he is so talented. He is a great wrestler. He, you know, his bumps are better than anybody in the business. He yeah. he has the look. He has everything. Uh, he's a great wrestler and. Uh, I don't think they want him to go, like you said, because they are kind of pushing him away by not having him win or, or having him be a main part of any story or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but it is kind of like, you know, we want you here, but not where you want. Yeah. So if you want to leave, it's on you, but we're going to try to make things nice for you. I just can't wait to see him end up in uh, New Japan with the Bullet Club. Yeah, that I think would be that'd be, be a good sick. fit, man. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Time time for him to go because they're just not going to do anything him but with, here with them. No, he's send him send him and Ryback over there. Well, I mean, even a, a, after the Survivor Series, the way they had what was it last year or the year before? Uh, it was two years ago, right? This or yeah, two years ago Survivor Series. Are you gonna when talk you, about that match again? Well, I mean, <laughs> you always talk about that match. You bring what? it up like. No, it's the Survivor Series and then the TLC with him and Harper. Like, yeah, you it, love that match. It was a dude. It was one of my favorite matches. I mean, the bumps in it, the athletic ability, the story that they told with it. It was a great. It was a great match. And <laughs> and 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 he he was on this trajectory that was he was on the way to win a major belt and they just leveled him off. And, what? And buried him and <laughs> put him back in the mid card and let him put other guys over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he beat he beat Corbin, and after that you had the start of the show where you had the Vod villains and Enzo Amore and Big Cass, and uh, I was expecting them to put on a good fight, a good match, mm-hmm. but out of nowhere Enzo misses his spot, just <laughs> destroys himself on the rope, mm-hmm. knocks his head on the canvas, and he was out cold. Uh, I'm I'm glad I didn't see it live. I saw a replay of it. I actually yeah I saw a replay of it. Uh, this, this guy showed me on Twitter. And then when I saw it even clearer last night on Raw, mm-hmm. man, it was disgusting. It was bad. On the way down to the ground, you just see his eyes rolled up in his head. It yeah. was just... And then when he laid there, his arms were just in this position where, like, you knew yeah. he was out. Like, he yeah. was done. And, uh, but, I mean, it, it's good to hear that, uh, you know... A concussion. concussion. Yeah. He's up walking around. He, re- he was released that night. They deal with concussions all the time. Yeah. So give him a few weeks off. Let yeah, him get he's out parents. for, like, three weeks at least, they said, so... Yeah. He'll be out doing that, but uh, I mean, it, it, it kind of throws a wrench. They they were gonna do like a whole. It seems a whole Dudley Boys run yeah. in and have them interfere and let them uh, have a little feud with the Dudley Boys, which I think you know it's still gonna happen. But uh, it's just push. It's just pushing it back. But it, it should be good. It they, should be. They good handled it well on Monday night. Yeah, I thought they did it pretty yeah. well. Uh, I was. I, I mean. I've heard uh, Big Cass talk before, but man, he, he actually did pretty good on the mic yeah, when he came I'm out. Like, duh, duh, duh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, dude, that guy's a future star, man. Oh, like, yeah. The thing that sucks is that I don't think Enzo, without Cass, is relevant in the WWE. I think he's going to be like pushed to the side once they decide to get Cass away from him and put send him on his way to a push because it's, it's inevitable that oh, the yeah. guy does everything yeah. well in the ring and. Uh, um, I'd like to see a little bit more of a move set from him eventually, but well, yeah. there's not much you can really show in a tag team. Yeah. The thing that sucks about that is that that's the same, th- uh, kind of the same thing they were saying about Reigns when they were all together in the Shield. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Look what <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you just never know. But he worked. He he seems to. Let's. I mean, I'm just comparing. Super him to athletic. Him. Yeah. Super atletico. Super atletico. Uh, yeah. We need to get that soundbite of Rusev saying that. That's a good soundbite. It's a good soundbite. Super sound athletic. Bite. 
on it, perro. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and I like the VOD villains, too. Yeah, I, 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 I like them, too. I think it's going to be hard for them to stay, like, relevant. over just because, but... But they're great. They're great. Yeah. Love, though. I mean, yeah. They're, they're amazing. I like, I like, I like, uh, I mean, their look. It's their look, really, yeah. that's going to have a hard time with the fans, you know? But, but I just love this tag team division right now with, with, with the VOD villains, Enzo and Cass, New Day, and you got, uh, Bullet Club coming in, like, it, it it's a really good time in the tag team division. Yeah. Then you got Primo and Epico coming back from uh, <laughs> man. What did they do to El Torito? I don't know, man. I they miss just, that guy. Yeah, I mean, hey, one Him of the, one of the yeah, one of the fun <laughs> matches from last year was TL. There was the the I, WLC. That was two years ago. Was that two that years two ago? Years man, ago. has it been that long? Yeah, man. <laughs> it's too bad. But yeah, yeah, I don't know what happened to him. Maybe though, I don't, I don't know. They just let him go. Probably let him go back to like AAA or something like that. Uh, so, yeah, VOD Villains, by default, win that match, and they will have their title shot against the New Day at, uh, Extreme Rules. I believe Extreme Rules is in, like, three weeks. Yeah, 22nd. Um, after that, we you had, match uh, of the night. what did they have after that? Was that, Sammy oh, Zane. that was Sammy Zayn and, uh, Kevin, and Owens. Kevin Owens, of course, great match between those two, had plenty of time to work since they... Since, you know, obviously the tag team match was cut short. They told a good story in the ring. And the thing that really surprised me is I, I really thought that they were going to let Kevin Owens win. But I thought Kevin Owens was going to win dirty. I'm glad it was clean. It was a great ending. I, that's yeah. what I liked about it is that they did let him win clean. Yeah. I was very surprised that that happened. Uh, and then you have him sitting out there talking about how he wants, you know, his IC title back. So he sits out there and waits for... The next match, which happened to be the IC match between uh, Miz and Cesaro. Another good match. Uh, just a lot going on in it. I, I was, I mean, the match the match itself was good. It wasn't yeah. great. It was good. But I was just distracted laughing the whole time because Kevin Owens, the way that they that he treats Michael Cole <laughs> and uh, just his little comments that he makes yeah. to him and, the, and what he says to Byron. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, towards the end of that, they have... Zayn run out and tackle him, distract everybody. Cesaro gets Tap up to like tap. get everybody, yeah. and then you know Miz rolls him up, and just a whole big old cluster at the end. And just I love Kevin Owens as an antagonist. Yeah. Like, that guy, he just says the best stuff. I yeah. mean, even last night on Raw, it was like a spur of the moment thing where the rant, the fans were chanting, and he told them shut up. It was like this this moment that you could tell was authentic, and yeah. he's just he's just a great antagonist to the fans. I love him. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, I think that's, you know, possibly setting up like a fatal four-way for the IC. It can definitely happen. Maybe like a, a ladder match or something like that. Maybe Always with a ladder match. Maybe Always. it goes to, t maybe it goes to, to Money in the Bank because they're looking for another ladder match. They only have the one right now, which is the, you know, the... The lead match for for the Money in the Bank. So well, I, I don't know if that ever happens. It's usually just Money in the Bank, and then there's other matches well, on the card. There's, there was there was two there was two before that before they unified. There was yeah the heavyweight, and then the other one. But it doesn't mean that there has to but be two ladder to, matches. But I think they want to have those two nah. ladder matches. You start diluting it if there's if every match is a ladder match. I mean, they just had wasn't it just a ladder match for the IC at uh, WrestleMania? Yep. And that's two years in a row. Like, I, I you can't overuse it. Yeah, but just a regular Fatal Four is is how many times have we seen that though? Oh, okay, but yeah. not, not extreme. For, yeah, who knows well, what they could add the, in? What extreme, extreme aspect role, yeah, of it? Okay, okay. Uh, hopefully, they, dude, that'd be cool if they made it like a street fight. No, because look what happened with the 
Ambrose and Brock Lesnar street fight. Yeah, it does, it does different though. The way they do their, it's rated G that or PG. They don't have. Hey, it's a new same. era, Rick. It's a new era. <laughs> okay, let's see what it's happens. A new era wrapped in PG crap. Yeah, yeah. Linda McMahon, damn her. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that. That's that's possibly what, what could be going on after that. Uh, after that, you had uh, Dean Ambrose versus Chris Jericho. Another good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jericho, well, no, Dean Ambrose got the win. Finally. Uh, His first pay-per-view win. Hit the 30 forever. deeds on him. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it was a good match. Yeah. I mean, you know, just a solid, solid match. Well, Jericho's a great worker in the ring. Like, yeah, yeah. his athletic ability is is gone down, but he's still a great technical wrestler. He He's a great... I like him as a heel. Right uh, yeah, I love heel. I love heel Jericho, Yeah, I love heel yeah, Jericho, Jericho. He's great as a heel, man. So, like, it I, just works. I mean... I just prefer this to like the constant. Come on, baby! Like, <laughs> I just like when when he's I, just too good of a talker to make yes, you know all his like you're so dumb. Yeah. You know, nah, let him get on the microphone and let him let him rip some people let and then get in the ring and be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. He just works better like yeah. that, man. I, mean, I like that with a lot of older wrestlers who were fan favorites at one point and they just turn heel because. They're so popular, they'll go away for a little bit and come back, and everybody will love them and they'll forget that they're healed. They could just say what they want and do what they want because they're at that point in their career where fans are still going to love them no matter what, and they understand that their character arc has just hit a different spot, had yeah. a different point. Yeah. So that was that. Dean Ambrose gets that win. Then after that, you had the uh, women's uh, championship on the line. That was Charlotte versus Natalia. Um, I, I mean, you know, you've seen them in NXT with their matches. They had that great match, uh, what was it, um, that Road to WrestleMania show that they had. They had that match on there, and it was a, it was a damn good match that they had. And then now they had this one, but it just feels like what? I've seen it too much. Wasn't it in NXT? No, no, no. They had, they had a couple in NXT. Okay. And then this Road to WrestleMania one that they had. Uh, I just you know, again, up to I, I just it, hate that they good. I just hate that they went to to the well again with the Chicago screw job like yeah. just kind of, well the Montreal Ma- screw Montreal job. but yeah the Chicago screw job now and like it's and just, little Nate <laughs> <laughs> it's just like uh, well well again yeah. I, I get it whatever um, you know they're gonna they're gonna bring it to extreme rules. They already said Ric Flair is going to be gone, which is the best thing for Charlotte. She needs to get away from him and do her own thing. Yeah, but you know that it's going to... I mean, Charles Robinson's going to be the referee in it, man. (laughs) You know he's going to be. Even though they look at... I mean, mean, that's the thing I hate. Be smart about it. You know, let them have their submission match. Or or probably what's going to happen is that the referee is going to get knocked out and then he's going to come down and, you know, take over, you know. And it's going to be some controversy with it. Just so they can kind of drag. It's just so predictable. It writes itself. <laughs> it writes itself. It writes itself, man. Like, they... I don't know. There's not much they can do because Natty's not very charismatic. And well, they're, they're, they're just prolonging the Becky-Sasha coming in. Yeah. I mean, they're giving Becky Emma to keep her preoccupied for right now. Natty's got her. I don't know where Sasha is, actually. You know, just she, chilling. Just yeah, chilling in the back, being all cute. I mean, I mean, I think they might be waiting for SummerSlam to give Sasha yeah, the belt. Yeah, she's going to get it then. She's going to get it then. Uh, I mean, I guess the cool moment was at the end when uh, you saw Brett slap the sharpshooter on, on yeah. Rick. He could barely get his leg yeah. over his leg. Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> to lock it in. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's been through a lot, man, so it sucks. But, you know, they asked him to do it. He's probably like, I, I still got one good one left in me. <laughs> and uh, he just, he, he, every, it took everything he had in him to slap that thing on. But it was he, bad, did, man. It was he good. did, man. He did. So, yeah, that was a, that was a good moment. 
for for uh, for him out there, even though he had said before that that he didn't want to be there. <laughs> he had been ripping Triple H on his podcast and just all this other stuff, man. It's just he just did it for for Natty, which I mean that's that's nice. Understandable, yeah. But you could tell he just saw it on his face. He, he didn't, didn't want to be, be there. there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whatever, man. He's just whatever. <laughs> he's like, I'm not doing it again. They gotta, probably wanted them to come back for Extreme Rules, and he's like, nah. Or he was like, you're gonna have to pay me, boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then after that was the main event, and they had Roman Reigns versus uh, AJ Styles. Roman Reigns wins. In a, I thought it was an entertaining match yeah. uh, all the way through. But I think Styles uh, carried AJ him. Styles definitely <laughs> carried Roman Reigns. And that just proves how great he is. Like, yeah. as a wrestler, telling a story in the ring, like, I mean, the there's not much better it. than him. Yeah. There's not much better than him right now. Um, just all the spots, you know, with the, you know... You know what? I just really didn't understand the whole role... The whole count to ten, he rolled in the ring. Because can't you just and it, tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I've seen it. People you roll into the ring and then roll out. out. Yeah. So it like resets the count, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, but that's you, how they got to their to their. Yeah, I know. That's that's at, how you get to it. Yeah. That's how you get to it. And I mean, don't. It, it's just like one of those things where a guy steps in front of the cross body to make sure he land. You know, it's just one of those things yeah. where we see it, but you just gotta kind of take it as it is. Yeah. You know? But. Uh, it Especially because like, like he's a veteran, he's yeah. the guy that would know that. Movie. It just goes, it just goes to the thing we were talking about. It does for some reason they they have to find these moments in matches for Roman Reigns to get rest. Yeah, like, we talked we talked about this for Royal Rumble. This was our yeah. biggest thing because he was the first one in, and we called it. It was on supposed our to be like this hard trial, you know, he's trial by earn, fire. Yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna earn, earn it. His way. And they let him skip like 15 people yeah. getting eliminated while he's in back freaking hitting, hitting an oxygen tank and yeah. sipping on his water. Yeah, he just, I mean, he just has too many spots, too many lulls in his matches where he is resting, so it kills the momentum of yeah. the match. And you have to bring other obstacles in, guys interfering or this or that, yeah. in order to make the match interesting because, uh, again, it's just going to be five minutes of him laying on the ground. Yeah. And if he does try to, his moves are so ineffective. They're, they're low energy. You can tell he's sucking wind in the ring. And that's the biggest thing for, I think, all of us is is you could put a great move set together with him, but he can't do it for a consistent amount of time to I, make it look great. I actually have no problem with Reigns, man. I mean, just my problem's always been they force him down your throat, and it's just like let it happen organically and let him get let him let him get over, dude. My like, thing is he is he needs a mouthpiece because he is not. Yeah, well, obviously, I don't see. I don't understand where this whole like. Ugh, he has so much charisma. He has. He, he's <laughs> I don't as much see as that it. door that's in like, front of me. I don't of see it. just because he gets out there and does like a little USO shoulder roll or something like that, and take a little you couple know, acting classes on you know body language and things. No, Cox's like, wrist. Yeah, he, he's not good on the mic. He's not believable. He, yeah, I, he's just he's just there. And, yeah. and if you gave him, that's why he was so great in the Shield is because he had the mouthpiece mm-hmm. and he had the other. You know, he had Seth Rollins who was just amazing. You know, who was, yeah. Who was great on the mic and in the ring, and Dean Ambrose was great on the mic. So he was all he had to say was bully that. Yeah, yeah. And they tried to do that after the fact, and nobody like that's all he said. And it was like, this is our champion. This is what yeah. you're going to give to us. Poor yeah. Poe Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you know, then you know later on in the match to have uh, Anderson and Gallows come out, get involved, and the Usos come out. Nice little spots with uh, 
you know, Reigns doing his Undertaker jump, then mm-hmm. then Styles hitting his forearm from the uh, from the guardrail, and then the whole the finish was nice. You know, I had no problem with the finish. It was just you saw it coming as soon yeah. as he started getting up. But uh, I I mean. I have to say the match the match was very good and overall I, I mean I liked the pay per view yeah, overall. It was you know? a great pay per view. I gave it like a B B minus. Um, the only thing that I didn't like was some of the stories didn't get completed. Like you didn't see a huge story turn, like you know uh, Gallows and Anderson turning on Styles. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you like, know, like certain like they didn't bring a big just, story element. To we it. just, I mean, that that's just something that we hope for. Yeah, but. I can, As, I can but do in that. The, That's okay in, for me to hope. I know, for but that. in reality, I mean, we just got done with WrestleMania. Like they have to build the story again. They have and to you go can't back just to, like yeah, kill the story the off right when it starts. So I mean, I understand. No, like I, I we wanted it. Finn Balor to show up and like all this other stuff, but we have to wait for that. Of course, it's SummerSlam. <laughs> there's, there's two big pay per views. They don't like that. They want it to be more. But when you only give us big story turns in WrestleMania and in SummerSlam, then that's what we kind of anticipate. You yeah. know. Yeah, so that was the pay per view. Uh, now we look forward, like we said, they, they're going to have a rematch. Uh, Styles and Reigns at Extreme uh, at Extreme Rules and Extreme, Extreme Rules. Match. Hashtag Extreme. Oh man, I hate. You know what? I realized that uh, I think yesterday, man. I just hate when people fit that into their sentences, man. What? Like someone oh. could be like, "Oh yeah, I just cooked some beans up the other day." Hashtag cook some beans. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? On like the, on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> but. It, but people they do that now out loud. Yeah. Not not just you know talk, on like, Facebook, talk talking. Twitter. Yeah, like we're talking face to face. Yeah, looking around on my computer, saw some porn. Mm, hashtag goo goo goo. You know, it's just relax with that. Okay, hashtags are fine. You want to use them on on social media? Do what you got to do, man. Like I was always anti uh, hashtag. Would never use them. But then you realize, especially now doing this podcast, you try to get to spread the show. You use a hashtag because it reaches more people. I mean, I'm like, here's our sports podcast, uh, hashtag GOP debate, you know? Like, because you know people are going to be looking at it, you know, at least skimming their way past it. But, I mean, you don't have to say it when you're talking to somebody, man. Like, I get it, dude. I get it. Hashtag we get it. Yeah. Hashtag. (laughs) Yeah, see? See? That's the type of shit right there, man. You just ruined the show, Fredo. You're welcome. <laughs> show killer. Hashtag you're welcome. Hashtag show killer. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag sorry not sorry. That's the worst one. Like, that that's the, the worst oh, one, dude, right? That is the worst. Hashtag sorry not sorry. Sorry not sorry. Sunday fun day. Yeah. Or I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> or any, I mean, any of the, the, any the, of the, the major ones. ones. I know you're just saying it. You just said it. Yeah. <laughs> the Woman Crush Wednesday, the, the, you know, all that stuff that they do like that. I'll, I mean, I'll be posting pictures of hot girls all the time, man. It's just every day there's a hot girl, you know? Why do you, you need Wednesday? You know what I ran across? I automated telephone answering service. It says, uh, for whatever, instead of pushing pound, push the hash button. Really? Oh, yeah. Really. Hash button. Hash button. And that's what it's becoming now. Yep. This is where we're going. That's where we're at. 2016. Next week we'll talk about the word bay. It's a Twitter world. <laughs> bay. <laughs> bye bay. It's gonna be bay. Yeah. Let's get okay, let's move on from that. Let's move on. Let's get let's get away from We've that. We've been so distracted this yeah. whole freaking yeah. time. Um just some quick little baseball notes. Uh Bryce Harper wins player of the month for the NL, uh for the month of April. He hit two eighty six. 
uh, six doubles, nine home runs, 17 walks, uh, five stolen bases, just on fire. Towards the end of the month, he kind of slumped off a little bit. I think he went like one for 17. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you go one for 17 at the end of the month, you still hit nine home runs, hit 286. Yeah. You, uh, I believe he had 24 RBIs. He's, he, he's, uh, he's even he's hit a, a, a better stride than he did last year. Like you yeah. said, we talked about it in a couple of shows prior. Last year, the light ball clicked, and it's just like he's on this steady incline that is just unheard of for a kid that's twenty three years old. Yeah, I mean, is he even is he even twenty? He's twenty three, right? I think I think he might be twenty four, like coming up on twenty four. But still, 24. he's he, he's, he's a, a kid. Young kid. He's a kid. He's a pup. Yeah. And he's just doing things that guys... I can't even do what he does in baseball and softball. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's, so, it, it's so demoralizing when you think about it, man. I mean, like, the kid is just so good that that's what he does. To me, he's the best hitter since Albert Pujols in their early stage of their career. Yeah, yeah. Albert Pujols started, what, the first eight years, 30 home runs, 100 RBIs. Yeah. He's, he's on that kind of... Tear like he's in that kind of zone, yeah. Where it's gonna go from year to year, he's just gonna get better, better. Yeah, he might his numbers might not necessarily get higher and higher, but he as a player is gonna get better and better every year. Mm -hmm. And uh, that happened today. Fredo's looking at something right now. He he mm -hmm. became the uh, the highest paid and he got the high. What was it? Signs the biggest endorsement deal for an MLB player ever, and I believe it was with Under, with Under Armour, right? Yep. Under How much was that worth? Uh, I'm nope. looking for the figures. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he's just, he's just unbelievable. And yeah. and one Carlos Stanton's starting to come on five of the last seven games. The Colorado. Oh yeah, I mean, we had to sit there and watch him during that Dodgers series and just start exploding all over <laughs> Clayton Kershaw and everybody else who came up there. Yeah, and then you have Arandado from Colorado. Yep. He might even be almost as he's almost as good as Bryce Harper. As far as hitting, and I mean, he might even be better as as a fielder, and he's playing the hot corner at third. I mean, eight. there's not much, but there's not much better than him as far as fielding is concerned. I'll say that, he's and he's not going to get as much credit up. as hyper, uh, hyper, as Harper because he plays in Colorado. But he, the thing is, is that he does it as, he does it outside of Colorado. And as he's well. a stud. Yeah, like stud. the guy just I love watching him play ball, man. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a shame that uh, he plays in Colorado where he's kind of hidden away from everybody, mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't really know about him. But I mean, watch watch some Rockies games. Yeah, watch, watch him. Watch him play some baseball. Man. I mean, watch Web Gems. You're gonna see him on Web Gems. Oh, he's all on over. A night, like, uh, two times in yeah. one night. Sometimes. Yeah. Like, he'll have two of them on there. Three of them. Like he, the kids are stuck. Yeah. And uh, another guy you're gonna see on there quite a bit, uh, and he just won the AL Player of the of the Month is uh, Manny Machado. Oh, he's my uh, favorite third baseman. I love. He that uh, he hit three forty four this month. Uh, Ten doubles, seven home runs. 16 RBIs, had 7 walks, scored 20 runs, and as of right now, he's leading the league with uh, 33 hits. Uh, he did that all in the first month. Uh, what was it? Was it last year that you know he kind of got off track he because got hurt. of the injury? He got hurt. And uh, he, he it took him a little bit to get back into it. Towards the end of the season, he you know started Pretty showing show. the signs again. Yeah. You know he had to get it, get everything back together. Yeah. But this season, he came in healthy. Nothing he's to worry a, about. I mean, he he makes throws. Going off balance, out of out, out yeah. into foul territory. Had, that play that against the Yankees. The I'll, a, yeah, I will never forget about that play against the Yankees where he just kind of like flicked it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that throw was was to what outfielders do on a curl hop. Yeah. Yeah. And I just can't believe that people are actually actually talking about wanting to move him away from third base, like try oh, to like save no. him. Man. Like what? I, I don't understand this trend where they're like, 
we got to get this guy away from this position to try to save him. You know, let's throw him at first or the tight end somewhere. Me, I mean, they Kyle Rifkin went from short to third to save himself. He's already in a position. Yeah, but he, he, had, he had already been so far along at shortstop. You know, he was already well into his 30s by the time they decided to move him to third but, base. But what I'm saying is that you move, you make that move to third because it's a less, it's a less of a wear and yeah, tear on Yeah, yeah. But, but we're He's talking about a guy position. who's young and... Yeah. and and, uh, dude, give, let the guy play third base. Especially dude. at that corner where he's saving you yeah. runs on a, on a nightly basis. Yeah. And they talk about moving, like, it's like Buster Posey, you know. Hey, let's move. I understand wanting to move him away from catcher. I, I would move him away from catcher. But he doesn't He doesn't have a very good glove at first. You know, he's kind of a liability well, in the field. Well, while he's catching, continuing to catch on a daily yeah. basis, every day at practice, He's he's gloving at first. Every That's day, how I would day. do it because yeah. at this point, but you can't really do that. You got to work with the pitchers, man. Like you got it. You got you have to work with them, man. You put in you put in that extra time because if you want to prolong your career, because mm. look at it. I mean, the only catchers who have had longevity in their career and maintained uh, an offensive production in it, you got Piazza, you got Pudge, and you got Carlton Fisk, and even Carlton Fisk at the end was a shell of himself. Yeah, I mean, offensive Johnny that Bench, Johnny the, Bench, you know your Yogi Berra's. Yeah. But there's not a lot of PB off- Reese's. Yeah, there's not P-B-B-B-B. a lot of. Or sorry, Campanella. I don't know why I said PB Reese, but Campanella. But there's not a lot. Socha. But you're talking in a hundred, hundred plus years. But I mean, the thirty-two teams having a catcher for every year. But multiple catchers. There's not a lot of catchers who have that offensive ability. The special players stay at their position. I get. You know what I mean? That and yeah, and I get your argument too about about you know trying to save somebody. But I'm talking about when the kids. 23 years old, let's say, with, with uh, uh, you know, Buster Posey. Like, we, we were talking well, about Buster like Posey. But even before then, they were already talking about wanting them to move him. Like, well, he had barely got there. They're like, yeah. well, this kid hits too good to play catcher. They're already starting to do that with Corey no, Seager. I Corey do. Seager's 21. No, I, I, I'll let him play until he's 25, 26. But after that, I mean, those are your best years. And, and you've already put them into catching. You've already taken... You've shaving years off of your mm-hmm. career because, I mean, as a catcher, just face it, you're going to get beat up, whether it's foul balls, your knees, your head, your back. like Everything yeah. is going to get beat up. But I think it could also have a negative effect. You know, look what it did to Joe Maurer. Look what they started doing to him when they decided, you know, to try to move yeah. him over. Sometimes, sometimes being comfortable Knowing is more position. important yeah. than like, oh, man, am I going to play first base today? Yeah. Well, that's why you, you turn him into that full. You just say, look. We're gonna turn you into that full-fledged first baseman because we just can't look at look at Henley Ramirez. I mean, he went from left, he went from short to third to left. So mm-hmm. now he's at first, and like he's literally having a great time. You see it in his interviews; he's awesome. All right, we have some headlines to start today. Uh, we got the Pittsburgh Penguins defenseman Chris Tang uh, been suspended for one game for his high hit. On uh, Washington Capitals forward Marcus Johansson, uh, the Calgary Flames uh, fire coach Bob Hartley after uh, failing to make the playoffs out of the third of the last four seasons with the team. Uh, his record together, shut the fuck up. His record together uh, as a team was 134, 135, and 24. Uh, Hartley led the Ray Bork uh, Colorado Avalanche to the Stanley Cup in 2001. I had to throw that in there, Ray Bork, baby. All right. I just want to say I hope everybody's watching the playoffs. This series has been great. Get, uh, no, because, no, let me just say this. No, no, no. Let me just say this. So we were. Let me tell a story. I'm going to tell a story. This story right is now. false. I don't <laughs> care what you said. <laughs> you already know. No, because I, I know what you said. I already know. I already know what you said. I'm going to tell dude. a story right now. You don't even know. I'm, you don't even know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell a story. Go ahead. Tell a story. Go ahead. Tell a story. I'm going to tell a story right now. He's going to sit there and have his excuses already lined up. 
but we all know the There's truth no because excuse. he's done this more than once. This is not more than once. He's done it more than once. No. So, we're watching the draft, had it on the big TV, on the side TV, had Capitals Penguins. Great game, a lot of action in it, going back and forth. And guess who said, I wasn't even paying attention to the game. I was sitting there staring off and I don't even know what the hell it was. All of a sudden here, oh, oh, oh. I look, Mike <laughs> is into the game. No. And I'm talking into the game. And he's sitting there saying, oh, I'm just saying it because of you. And I'm like, no, no, no. no. Like, Ten minutes later. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, yes. you were into it. You were into it. You're a secret hockey <laughs> closet fan, and that's just the way you do it. <laughs> what Keep happened? It. What happened? Own it. Own it. I'm telling you right now what happened. What happened? I wasn't paying paying attention to the game like you think I was. Okay. What happened was is that I saw that last play uh-huh. where it happened, the uh, the whole little, nope, little thing did, that slipped under. Before. No, no. You, no. Pe- you were doing it no, for 10 minutes I was doing that for, No, I was doing that for a draft pick. <laughs> You were doing it with ten minutes left in the nah, and we could get Jeff on the phone, and he could he could corroborate my story. No, he was asleep. <laughs> Jeff usually is yes asleep, but this time he wasn't. I, no, they were like they were like uh, uh, Jalen Smith, and I was like, oh man. Nope, nope. You see, with the smile on your face, you can't hide. No, it. I'm telling you're, you, you're, that you're last that last fan. play, that last going, play in exciting, overtime. Right? It no, was, it wasn't. No. The game sucked going into that. But that last play in overtime, right. I was like, oh, man, crazy. All right, all right, all right. I didn't go like, oh, my God, can you believe this is happening yeah, right that, now? You were so cool about it, too. Like, Rico Suave. Like, that oh, was. Man, it's freaking, man, I'm always like oh, that. Matthew McConaughey over here. Oh, I was. That's crazy, man. All right. <laughs> Got me the final play. All right, game Shut over. The, oh, no, no, no. Y'all want to head out for some fries? <laughs> I was not like that. Yeah. All right. Let's All right. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on from that right. bullshit. Uh, <laughs> real, real quick before we move on from baseball. Uh, big surprise last week. Uh, D. Gordon, second baseman for the Marlins, popped popped for steroids, yeah. PEDs. Yeah. Uh, not the guy that you look at and say, "Hey, man, I think that guy's on steroids." That guy. But see, again, on a we, good day, probably weighs like 155. But, dude, we've had this conversation before. And I know you not understand the difference. And I'm not, like, talking at you. I'm just talking in general. It's the difference between steroids and PEDs, like HGH, mm-hmm. and, other, and other ones that they use. Maybe he wasn't using something where he was building a lot of muscle. Maybe it was more of a recovery thing. Who knows what it was. But I feel like for the Marlins, they gave up their best pitching prospect to the Dodgers for him. And now they don't know if they got a guy who... Won the batting title in the Silver Slugger because of PEDs. Who knows how yeah. long he's been taking them? And they don't know if you know he's going to come back. Eighty games. He's going to come back in this season. One, he's not eligible for the postseason, which they probably weren't going to make anyways. Mm-hmm. But now, when he comes back, if he doesn't perform like he was before, it was uh, the PEDs had a huge part in what he was doing before that? You know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe he just ate some Mexican meat. He could, <laughs> you know, he could have had some tainted meat, that man. Tainted meat. That tainted meat that's been going around. I mean, is, is it from Chipotle? <laughs> I mean, it's just, man, it's just so weird to think about D. Gordon doing that. But I mean, they kind of point to the fact that you know he comes into the league and he's weighing one forty four, and now he's weighing like what one seventy something. But people develop. That yeah, yeah, I they look into they, that. they do stuff like I don't know, man. It's just so weird for me to to say. Well, D. Gordon got popped for using PEDs. Like, it's just weird. But look at all those cyclists, though. Those guys are 130 pounds. And you can usually see the difference, but I see no difference in D. Mm -hmm. Gordon. 
He is like he does have very little he's definition in, in he his He has no definition. <laughs> like the stick figure that I still draw to this very day is D Gordon. Is D Gordon. The way his pants look on him, like, yes. like <laughs> yes. He looks like, like his, honestly, he, he looks, looks like, like the guy leader. in Little League that you throw in right field. <laughs> Because you didn't think that he'd be able to play baseball. He tries to pull his pants like he tries to wear like the old school where his pants roll yeah. up, but he can't because they just fall down. He has down. some rubber bands. He has no caps. Yeah. <laughs> Stick stickly, man. <laughs> like it just doesn't make any sense, but but it's also again, it's also one of those things where it's an, it could be an endurance thing, it could be a healing thing, it could be something where uh, it might not necessarily be about. He growth. looks like Barry Bonds when he was uh, with the Pirates. No, 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 Barry no, Bonds no. was athletic, super yeah. athletic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Barry Bonds was still two hundred. No, 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 no. That doesn't look like him yeah, at Barry all. Barry Bonds man. was still one hundred ninety pounds. Yeah, yeah. And you, you can't see the difference by looking at that. <laughs> like D. Gordon's belt, they had to wrap it around him twice. <laughs> Like, Barry Bonds has stretchy pants on. Stretchy pants. <laughs> They're all stretchy. They're baseball pants. Who is this guy? The, the bad guy them. from Despicable Me or what? He's filling them. <laughs> yeah, stretchy pants on. <laughs> all right, man. Shut up. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. D Gordon, man. Kind of. It sucks, you know. I like D Gordon, the player, but hey, he messed up, man. Yeah. He messed up. What are you gonna do? And there was no like, hey, I'm going to appeal this. He was just like, yep, I did it, man. You did it, yeah. I did it. That's how you know. Yep. And uh, in case you guys didn't know, this past weekend was the NFL draft. The long, boring NFL draft. I'm almost at the point. Like, I, I can't not watch it. Yeah. Because it's, but it's like, it's getting to the point where I don't want, I don't look forward to it. I don't want to watch it. It's even to the point where like, I could just not watch it and get the draft and because they don't show highlights of players, they don't show anything. Mm-hmm. They just show this poppy culture, 2016 Twitter, Facebook. It's just Instagram. reactions. Yeah, it's just it's just terrible. It, yeah, it, it's not what like true football guys, you know, sports guys. It's not what we're about. They're just catering too much to that casual fan. That dude who but wants the, to buy, who has 32 NFL hats that yeah. match 32 different shirts. <laughs> the problem is, is that a lot of people that say that are that guy. Are what guy? That the guy that likes to see that stuff. They're the, the same. A lot of people that, that, that don't say turning that they don't like it's it. The young kids. Yeah, but they say they don't like it. They secretly like it. They like seeing that stuff. They're going out and they're retweeting all the little. Homemade videos. And, I stopped following and all, all that stuff. stuff because it's like even like the NBA where like it was the draft and they would put the signatures with the pictures and I'm like, dude, I don't give a shit yeah. about any of this. My favorite is uh the pick is in and then goes commercial break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just too commercialized. Yeah. Too much of a show. Too much of a spectacle. I loved it when it was two days of grind, eight hour days. Yeah, just sit in front of yeah. your couch, plan nothing for that weekend, and just watch it. Yeah. They showed highlights of every single play. Like, like I said uh, while we were watching it, if they could combine today's uh, time with you know olden time draft rules, yeah. we have two days. Dude, they would zip through that thing so yeah. fast. Take ten, away, ten take away every single round having some kind of special gimmick to it. Oh, bringing out the guy, legends. This guy. Just Dude, leave it alone. I, I love Willie Brown, man. But come on, I mean, I don't need to see Willie Brown go out there and be like, uh, "Once just again, you gotta pick. do this and that." Yeah, just give me the freaking pick and yeah. let me move on to the next one. Yes. Show the highlights of the kid. And if you go to commercial, don't wait to come back to tell us who was picked. 
Just pop it up on the screen. Yeah. And then when it comes back, catch up and show us the highlights. Like, for me, like, okay, I'm a, I'm a big college football guy on Saturdays. I watch football all day. I watch a lot of college football. I know a lot of these guys. On your, th- on your three TVs? Yeah. There, mm-hmm. there's, there, I do. I watch three games at once. It's, it's what I do. <clears throat> there's a lot of guys you don't know. There's just a lot of guys you don't know. There's, just mark that throat clear. There's, a hundred and, there's 127 uh, Division One college football teams. Like, you're going to miss some guys. That's why I watch the draft so you can show the highlights so you can see, hey, like, I like the way this guy plays, or yeah. I don't like this guy. I don't like my team drafting him. Or mm-hmm. it, you could you could get a lot. You used to be able to get a lot out of the draft. That's where yeah. now all we're seeing is people cheer guys that I know for sure they don't know yeah. or never heard of, and they and the pick is in with the fourth round pick, 127th pick in the draft. It's blah 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 out of blah blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't no. need to see their reaction. No. So cut away to a little 12-year-old excited about yeah. somebody yeah. that they probably don't even a know. A fan giving the number one signal, that's right, we got so-and-so. Like, yeah. dude, you've never heard of him. <clears throat> exactly. If I've never heard of him, you've never heard if of him. If you're going to be the show that's, like, selling hope, show them what they're hoping for. Yeah, show the guys on the field. I don't need, I don't need to see freaking... Oh, let's make out because this guy just got pissed. <laughs> from, from like <laughs> South Dakota State. I know, I know, I know where South Dakota is. But. I can picture the producer like cutting away to the player that just got drafted, just thinking, "Please cry, please cry." Please cry. Oh, <laughs> they love it. They love it. That's another thing that gets me, man. Like, do. I don't remember this many people crying. Yeah, you're drafted. Move on to the next. Yeah. Like, it's a great moment. It's like a thing now. Sell yourself to the team. Man, it's just getting to be too much. I don't know if this is showing our age, like where we're where we're going now, but I just, I don't get it anymore, man. Yeah, it's too much of a spectacle. I mean, I guess we are just a little bit more old school because, yeah, we're 30, 31, 32. I, it started with hugging the damn commissioner. Oh, uh, and like those hugs are just too much, dude. Yeah. Too, and like... You gotta understand who Roger Goodell is. You're gonna probably have a beef with him more and times yes, than not. They will hate him. <laughs> it's the whole. Inevitable. Everybody hates Roger Goodell. It's Why inevitable. are you going out there acting like your bride? <laughs> Giving these bear hugs that are just ten minutes long. Yeah, shake his hand, hold your jersey up if with the guy because he is. He's not your boss. Yeah, you know he's the guy that makes decisions about you, but he's not your boss. Hold the jersey up with them and get off the stage. Just move it on. To get the to the back. Uh, yeah. So anyways, let's, let's stop griping about it. Because uh, we still so, love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll still watch it. We'll still watch it. So everything, all three days. Yeah. Who's your Who's your biggest winner from the draft? Loved, loved, loved what the and it's gonna surprise Buffalo Bills <laughs> did in the draft. I mean, it's the Buffalo Bills have had great individual player drafts where they might have taken a great player in a good position, but this was a complete draft to me. Uh, Shaq Lawson in the first round was a great pick. I think it was at, what, 16? Or no, the yeah, 16. Uh, Reggie Raglan, who is going to be a thumper in the middle for them, a run-stuffing middle linebacker, which is exactly what they need. They get uh, Washington, a defensive tackle in, uh, out of Ohio State, who's just a big body who actually fell Maybe should have been a second round pick, and then uh, the Flyer. Uh, they have some great second, late round picks, but the fourth round pick, Cardell Jones, the Flyer that they take on him last year could have been maybe a first round pick. 
most likely a second-round pick coming off that national title run. Uh, they get him in the fourth round, mm-hmm. uh, and they have their quarterback in Tyrod Taylor. They could sign him uh, to an extension off of one year next year, so they yeah. might have him for two years. Um, to have him develop, I mean, it's just a great situation. If he doesn't turn out, it's a fourth-round pick, you know, it, it, and the kid's got a stud. Yeah. Oh, he's got a and he's got a cannon uh, for an arm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he, he's great. So I definitely love what the Bills did. I think they set themselves up for now, for the future. They they made that defense just ridiculous. They, yeah. get, they get rid of Mario Williams, and oh, here comes Shaq Lawson, Ragnar, and Washington. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, I totally, I totally agree with you, man. Like they did a great job. Uh, for me, easily, no question, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. What they did. The, uh, I mean, we could go. I could go through and just tell you who they took, you know, later rounds. But to me, that doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter to me who they took in the later rounds because Jalen Ramsey, mm-hmm. considered by a lot of people to be the best person, the best player in the draft, mm-hmm. drops to them at number five. Of course, you take him. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of like Khalil Mack a couple years back with the Raiders when he just happened to fall into a lap. Mm-hmm. The same thing that happened with Jalen Ramsey. He falls there. You know, Zeke gets taken by the Cowboys. Bosa, who I thought was, who was going to fall, fall to them. Yeah. Uh, Chargers decided to jump early, left him out there. Jacksonville wasted no time running yeah. to the to the podium well, and taking especially him. Especially with this NFL where it's spread and you play an eleven yeah. personnel, which is oh, unique, it, which he's is versatile. Ridiculous. He's versatile. He'll play safety. He'll cover corner slots. He'll yeah. cover tight ends, backs, and then obviously the biggest still of the draft. Miles Jack falling to them in the second round. Mm-hmm. A guy who, by the other half, that didn't think Jalen Ramsey was the the best player in the draft. Had him listed as the top mm-hmm. player in the draft. He was on a lot of people's actual big board as the number one player. Yep. Uh, they're saying, you know, he, his knee problems. Himself. Well, now everyone's saying he's clean. I've heard him say he's clean, like everything's good to go. I mean, who mm-hmm. who knows what to believe? Let's say that the four to five, the or sorry, the five years is basically what they're saying. Let's say the five years is what you get out of him. That's hey, <laughs> in the NFL, five years. That's a good career. Well, because most of the time, most of those guys don't even get to their second contract because they want to go somewhere else for an eighty, ninety, hundred million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time, you don't get their guy for their second contract. So if you get four guys, four years out of the guy, yeah, it just uh, having him fall there to the second round. Once again, they didn't waste any time. They jumped up to the podium and said, "Hey." Well, we're the biggest, taking Miles Jack. The biggest knock on him is, and he even said this in an interview. I don't know if I'm going to need microfracture in my career, which it's yeah. It's likely said, they've all said that before, but I mean, like what I'm, what he said recently during his during his press conference was he was clean. I'm good to go. Yeah, I'm going to be there day one, and if he's there day one, they just have plus what they have, they have Dante Fowler coming back from yep. the, the injury that he suffered the last year. Lawrence. Like pair those three with the offense that they started to put together last year. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, dangerous. in no time, we're, we're talking about a, a, a threat in the AFC. Yeah. Easily a threat in the playoffs at, uh, in the AFC. I mean, look at, okay, let's just put Miles Jack into perspective. He played linebacker, which he was an All-American linebacker, mm-hmm. and he also tore it up as a running back. They would put yeah. him in that running back, and he would, oh, yeah. Run, yeah. He would run all over guys. Uh-huh. So, I mean, the guys... I mean, he's stud. not going to be playing any running back in the NFL, but I mean, if you haven't seen him run the football, I mean, he, he's, he's, I mean, he's he as could, big. He he's as big as uh, he's bigger than Adrian Peterson. Yeah, and he's running away from dudes. Yeah. I mean, he could be an All-Pro running back, yeah. but his talent at linebacker is just too too much. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, just those two alone for me made them the biggest winners in the draft. I, I mean, I 
that's just amazing how they ended up with these two top five talents. Yeah, at the five pick. Yeah. Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And uh, before all that went on, of course, we had the Laramie Tunsil. Uh, <laughs> Ten minutes before the draft, uh, a picture, uh, or sorry, a video is posted on his uh, Instagram page with <laughs> of him wearing a gas mask. Smoking Just taking noise. bong rips. <laughs> taking it off, looking straight into the camera with his eyes. Oh, and and like, I was watching it at first. And they didn't play the video. They just had the still of it. And I was like, well, how do you know that's him? Like, yeah. You know? And then all of a sudden, they played the video, and he takes the mask off. I was like, no, dude, yeah. keep the mask off. Yeah, man. <laughs> and I mean, apparently, it was from a couple years ago. When he was in high school. Yeah. But uh, still, not a good look. No. You know, especially when, 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 uh, when we're heading on to that. Millions so, of dollars at stake. So he starts his fall, obviously. I mean, we're talking about... He probably wasn't going to go number one, you know. He was a possible number down. one. At the floor, they said yeah. three to six. Yeah. His floor was six. So he starts his fall. The next team that they're thinking that would probably take him would be the Ravens. The Ravens opted not. That was six. There was them that at was six. at six. Kept dropping. He falls all the way to 13. But in, before the time he gets there to 13, somebody posts something else on his Instagram page mm-hmm. of conversations that he had with uh, a coach. Uh, with a coach. Asking him for money to pay his mom's light bill and his water and the water and bill rent. apparently <laughs> and rent and just you know asking the dude for money and the guy's like well we had a set budget yeah, like all this it was other just stuff going back and forth so not a good look again <laughs> people are running away from this guy afterwards yeah, yeah gets drafted by the Dolphins at thirteen yeah gets out there to do his uh, press conference <laughs> he doesn't really know what's going on he's a young kid yeah. I mean. They, he doesn't know what's going on. I blame I blame the Dolphins and the NFL for not prepping him pre yeah. before that. By the way, but go yeah. on. So he gets up there and someone just asks him asks him a question. You know, they ask him, "Hey, so uh, is basically just asking him was that real? The conversation that he had between the coaches. He doesn't really know what's going on. And then all of a sudden, he's just like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's well. They ask him, they ask him flat out, did you take money yeah. from your old Miss coaches?' Yeah. And he said. I would have to say yeah, yes. Yeah, I would have to say yes. <laughs> I would have to say yes. So then they start, <coughs> they start asking the guy another question. Like another damning question. They're following I, up yeah, on they're it. Yeah, they're following up on it. The, the the PR lady allows him to get it out. Here's the question. It's like, oh, no, oh. he's not answering this. <laughs> Just jumps in and says, oh, he's done answering questions for the day. Taps him on you his know? shoulder. So he gets it. up and starts walking away, and she's like, he doesn't even know what's going on right now. Like, <laughs> and, then, on, and there's a reporter in the front row. I heard this story that there's a reporter on in the front row of that press conference turns to another reporter and says, did that just happen right now? Yeah. It was so unbelievable that he just you admitted just, yeah. <laughs> to taking money. He just turns he turns to another reporter and said, I can't believe I was here for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you just feel bad for the guy, man. Like, he's being blackmailed. Yeah. By, by a, I, I still a, apparently by his... Uh, a wealth his, management person. Yeah. That he supposedly had agreed to allow, manage his wealth. But right before the draft, uh, Jer- Laramie... Um, Decided to go a different direction, and, yeah. he, and he didn't have to take too kindly to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it started blowing him up. It cost him a About couple thir- million dollars. Well, they said anywhere from eight to thirteen, depending yeah. on where he would have been picked. Yeah. So I mean, it was just watching it unfold. You're, I, I've never seen anything like that before. It man. was it was a draft fall that we have. The only thing that I can say could compare to it was is it like hectic as that. 
was remember when uh, I can't remember who was on the clock, but they forgot to put their card in. Oh, that's the Vikings. The Kevin, the Kevin Williams debacle. Yeah. Well, they got they got Kevin Williams because yeah. somebody forgot to turn the and everybody uh-huh. was rushing to turn their card. Yeah. In trying because, to get in on top they of got in, because they got the, yeah. the team before them got their I card. I can't remember late. who it was. I think it was the it happened. I want to say the Giants, but I don't know. It was somebody. I just remember the Vikings benefited from yeah. it. It might have been the Eagles or something. Or the Cardinals. Google that up. Google that up. Yeah. That up, so while he's doing no. that. <laughs> while he's doing that, uh, real quick, uh, what, what shocked you the most, man, during this draft? Um, what shocked me the most was, one, Connor Cook falling as far as he did. Uh, and then, two... Uh, the Oakland Raiders picking him. Uh, it's not a shock to me that they picked him because of his talent. Because I, like I said, I think he was a second second round talent. Uh, the knocks on him were leadership and some other things that people are saying that aren't coming out that were stories about him. But people are just keeping that to the chest. Um, you know, okay, whatever. Kid's talented as hell. You know, mm-hmm. uh, on the on the field, great. Um, the thing that I think is most surprising about it is. People are putting the spin behind it that um, teams are taking quarterbacks to trade for draft picks later for, you know, to get a better pick. But I don't see it happening. There are all the Patriots and the Packers and all these teams do it. Well, name somebody who they did that with. Um, Before the show, we we were throwing back and forth. You had named um, Hasselbeck. And, and um, Brunel, which was about 15 years ago. Other than that, yeah, they drafted Matt Flynn, but they had to let him go. Uh, or I think they, they got like a sixth-round draft pick from, uh, from Seattle for him. It was, it, was a, it was a very late pick. Yeah. Um, you have Mallet for the Patriots, who they drafted in the third round, and they traded for a, a seventh-rounder. Uh, yeah. The only, the only guy I could think of who, who did that was with Matt Castle, and the, with him, he was he was uh, an unsigned, an undrafted free agent. He wasn't even supposed to be that guy. They groomed him, and he was the only other guy on the roster. Um, even a Brian Hoyer, he was supposed to be that guy. That didn't work out for them. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, there's so many guys that that yeah, teams draft like uh, to me. The Patriots have wasted draft picks. I mean, they wasted a draft pick on Garoppolo. It was a second-round pick. They wasted Ryan Mallett. They've wasted Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, there's so many draft picks that they've used having Brady when they could have just signed a veteran. Um, I don't think it's a right way to go, especially now for the Raiders. You have Derek Carr. Derek Carr's your, your quarterback. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, the only way to, to – yeah, you know, Carr could get hurt and, and quarterbacks yeah. get hurt. The only way to really show his talents are in preseason. And, and, and I mean – yeah. What are you really going to get out of it? Yeah, you know? the, um, I understand it, man. Like, I mean, obviously, I was shocked, too. I mean, I was sitting right there. I was like, Connor Cook, I don't get it. You know, yeah. I don't get it. Especially uh, the fourth-round pick. That, but, you could get a starter out of there. The, the, only, the only thing I can say about it is, okay, uh, he's, he's been – McKenzie's been well-known to go by his draft board, man. And mm-hmm. obviously, he saw the value there. He's like, okay, I'll give this up to, to go up and get yeah, it. that's why I, I – uh, uh, As far as, you know, developing a guy and trading him away – Maybe it, maybe it works out. Maybe it doesn't. But you know, who right knows now about you that? have a quality. That's guy. just like a big old maybe. Yeah. Uh, the third thing is is that uh, Matt McGloin is actually going to be a free agent at the end of the year. He signed his uh, his uh, his tender to return to the team this year. Mm-hmm. He maybe in most circles he doesn't have a lot of hype, but he's shown enough to like get a little bit of consideration and to earn a nice a little hefty uh, uh, contract. To me, he's shown more than Chase Daniel. Yeah. And he got and, $20 million this and year. And the way that McKenzie works is that he's not going to pay McGloin 
what McGloin's going to want. And you know that there's going to be someone out there that will pay will. him. Yeah, because, you know, like you said, they've seen him in action, regular season games, show that he can win games mm-hmm. and uh, can come in and, and do his thing. So you let him walk away and you still have Connor Cook on the cheap. You hope to develop him mm-hmm. you, and then trade him away. And, you know, like you said, you just never know what's going to happen yeah. to a quarterback. He, he might be there if Derek Carr gets hurt. It's, 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 he's a quality. He's going to be he, coming into the league for me. He's already going to be better than, you know, 10 or 13 backup quarterbacks. Yeah. You know? Uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, that was a big shock. Before I get to mine, uh, it was the Minnesota Vikings that missed their pick. Uh, the Jaguars rushed in, gave their selection Byron Leftwich. Okay. And then the, the, uh, the Panthers rushed in, gave their pick. It was uh, Jordan Gross. And then they took Kevin Williams and, after that. And they were still going to take Kevin Williams. They got yeah. the guy, but yeah, it was it was a whole mess. Yeah. I just remember it being a big old mess. Yeah, yeah. Because that was what, like 2001, 2002, something like that? It was back then. It was back then. Uh, for me, I mean, the one that got a lot of talk, obviously, the Buccaneers mm-hmm. moving up into the second round to get a kicker, Robert Aguayo from uh, Florida State. Yes, great kicker. Mm-hmm. You know, highly regarded coming out. Top Kicker on everybody's board. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. But with a team with as many holes as they have, yeah. uh, yes, they, they have some good pieces in place, but they still could have used a lot more on that oh, defense. Yeah. Especially in the second and round. They're getting a starter in the and second kickers, round. And kickers can come from anywhere. Kickers are important, yes, but they've lost a little bit of importance just because of the whole you know, extra point. You know, yeah. Extra point moving back, it, it, it kind of takes it away from them. But then at the same time, you still need a guy that can make them. But it's not as important. Giving away picks that you obviously need to try to fill holes on your team, moving up to take this guy. Well, for me, the biggest thing was he's an accurate kicker. He's not a power kicker. He's not like coming out like Sebastian Ken- Janikowski, yeah. where he was kicking sixty yarders in college. Yeah, he's not going to do that for you. He's still kicking barely fifty yarders. He's just a super accurate kicker. So for me, it's kind of just like, yeah, it was a great pick, but you probably could have still got him in the fourth round. And if somebody else picked him in the third round, let them. That's do what it. happens. Let them you know? do it. There's going to be a guy out there waiting to get picked up. You could have waited uh, to the end of the draft and just signed somebody. You I need mean, somebody. just think about how There's many guys veterans been, out there right yeah. now that, that are still looking to get picked up. Like, uh, I mean, he's he he could be very good. Yeah, you know, he could be very good. He'll, he'll probably be in the league for ten or yeah. thirteen years. And it's like we're sitting here now talking about Janikowski being one of the greatest kickers of all time. But I mean, it's just. You know, Kicker, man. Yeah, I mean, how he, many points in the first is he round. saving? Like, how many points is he getting yeah. that over Taking another him, kicker? Take, take it. It helped out there for a little bit, but then again, the offense was turned into a juggernaut when he first came into the league. Yeah. But I, I don't remember Sebastian Janikowski being a game changer for the Raiders yeah. uh, after 2004. I mean, the only game changer. I mean, this is going to be a homer pick. I mean, it's just more because not necessarily. Uh, how great of a kicker he was, but how clutch he was in those situations was an Adam Vinatieri. Like, yeah, but, but overall, but, as a kicker, he wasn't a, he wasn't the best <laughs> kicker. In, like, but, he didn't have the most accurate. But, this or but the thing is, is that the, okay, the way I'm saying it is, is that he's not going to win you ball games. Okay, the Patriot offense got them in position to stay in ball games to where he could win the game for them. But he's not going to go out there every week and kick not twelve field goals to yeah, win the game. Yeah, yeah, that's that. my point. That's yeah, my no, point. no, and I and I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, that. I, I was just saying that there is really only one X factor to me in the kicking game, and it, and it's not because of how good of a kicker he is 
uh, on a, you know, uh, from week one to week 16, it's because in the playoffs, he did it in pressure situations where you didn't think he would be able to do it. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's just, that's just an X factor. That's just one guy. And there's a couple guys, but I mean, really, I mean, look at like a guy like Morton Anderson, a guy or Gary Anderson. You know, well, you can say Morton, too. Morton, but I was thinking Gary for the purpose of Minnesota, where he didn't miss a field goal or an extra point all year. Yeah. Biggest game of, of, of his career, of the Minnesota yep. uh, NFC Championship game, boom. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. It, yeah. I, I, I'm, I agree, man. Just, yeah. I just don't understand what they did when yeah, they had for so sure. many holes in their team. Yeah, exactly. That second-round pick, you're trying to get a starter with that second-round pick. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was the draft. Now we just look forward to OTAs. And after that, preseason, man. Training it's, camp. It's coming right up. Coming We've right got up. Four, months, four months until the regular season. So yeah. what, I think, what I see is like 128, it's like 126 days now. Yeah, from, something like that. Yeah. Whatever jersey numbers they put up. Yeah, I'm not a stupid thing. Yeah. That's why I was like, I saw, I remember it was like yeah. 129. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Cam Breeze and somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so quickly we'll hit on some NBA. Uh, I know Fredo's pretty excited about this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just got done last week trying to plead with uh, Luke Wall not to take the Lakers <laughs> job. Apparently, so did his father, Rick said. Yeah, Bill Walton tried to convince him not to take the Lakers yeah. job. So Luke Walton, new coach of the Lakers, has his hands full. I don't think it was the ideal situation for him. Mm-hmm. But he goes in there. I'm sure that he's going to get a little bit of leeway just because the team is in such disarray. See, that's my biggest concern. Is Okay, I, I get it. I understand it. Like I said, I don't agree with it. But it, it will make a little bit more sense if they give him a long rope. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be a long rope for him to hang himself it's, on. That's why, <laughs> but see, that's why I think he took the job. I, think he, I, I don't think he's dumb. I think he's yeah. smarter than that. Yeah. And I don't think he just went in there and said, like, okay, give me, what did he get, like, five to seven million a year yeah. uh, over, over million. five years? Yeah. Over five years, you know? But I'm sure that before he took the job, his first question was, how, how, how much time am I guaranteed to have this because he's going to get his money either way yeah, see, but how much time do I have to turn this around before you guys are like hey you know what yeah. this isn't working yeah. because if they think that they're close then he's not going to have any mistaken, time yeah. and then he would have stepped back and been like no you know what I don't want this job but if they were realistic and said hey you know what we're not close yeah. we have some pieces that we really like uh, maybe we can add a couple veterans that will turn us into something mm-hmm. but we realize that we're not close and we're trying to build something mm-hmm. here help us build yeah. I think if they said something like that, that's what got him to take the job. See, for me, with this team, you want a veteran coach because they're so young. You're going to have a young coach growing with a young team, whatever. But at the same, but like, like for me, like, uh, like I just look at it and I look at him and I'm just kind of like, dude, like you could have let somebody else, like start this, you know, give them one or two years, and then you could have came and been that second coach after these yeah. guys have already developed. The only it. thing is that you just never know what happens. And I don't think that with that team, there's not a bunch of veterans on there like, dude, what are we doing with this guy? Yeah. I think that they're the kids that in. they have, they're going to buy in because they see where he's coming yeah. from. And yeah. they're going to, at least in the beginning, yeah. they're going to have that hope that, oh, man, maybe he can turn maybe me into, can. like, you know, Steph Curry. But he ain't going to have Steph Curry yeah, he's not have team. Steph Curry. But he, he, might have a, he might have a Clay Thompson in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. 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 Well, I mean, I love their backcourt. I mean, I don't love it. I'm not, a, I'm not a D'Angelo Russell guy. I really don't like him. But he's young. He's shown talent. He's shown he yeah. can score in the league. I like I like Clarkson. It's just got, about with and, him being and consistent. Randall. And you got Randall. Yeah, uh, Randall started to come on towards the end of the year. Yeah. But outside of that, there's not it's really not, much to work with. Bad, I mean, Larry Nance Jr. had his had his moments. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's 
It needs some help. They they need to hit on this pick. I mean, they might not even get the pick. If it's not a top top three pick, the pick goes to, what is it, Phoenix? No. No. That's not that. No. They, their pick goes to somebody if it's not a top pick. I think uh, Milwaukee. Something. I think it was Milwaukee. I think they traded those rights to, to Milwaukee in the uh, Brandon Jennings trade. Yeah, so. I think that's what it was. Uh, so, yeah. Good luck over there, Luke. Yeah. I mean, You're going to need it, man. May the force be with you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and just quickly, uh, of course, we moved on to the second round of the uh, NBA playoffs. Uh, in the Western Conference, you have Golden State versus Portland. Golden State currently up 1-0 in the series. They have a game tonight in Oakland. Uh, I don't believe it started yet. Has it started yet, Fredo? No. Yeah, I don't think it starts till 7.30. Oh, you know what? It has first quarter. Uh, what's the score right now? 5-3. Uh, uh, there you go, five three folks. Just barely started. Portland, um, Golden State. Um, at least without Steph Curry for one more game, he's saying that he could come back in the third game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see this being a very close series. I think it's going to be very high scoring, but the the Warriors are going to just do so much more scoring. Yeah, and they're Golden, just, Golden they're State just on another level. Said. They're two moves ahead of every defense yeah. they play. Yeah. Uh, we'll get back to that other one first. In the Eastern Conference, you have Cleveland and uh, Atlanta. Cleveland's currently up one nothing. Uh, they're firing on all cylinders right now. That offense is they didn't they didn't play the smoothest game yesterday, but uh, they were still good enough to beat beat uh, the Hawks. The Hawks just don't have that legit score to keep up with them. Like Paul Millsap's a nice player, yeah. but we're Baysmore, talking stars. Like we're talking stars Schroeder. that are locked in right yeah. now. And Atlanta plays a great team game, and in order to win, they have to do everything right as a yeah. team. But the the Cavaliers just you know oh hey give it to LeBron let him do what he has to do love like we talked about last week they they're they, giving it to him in the, giving him on in the, the elbow post. Yep. and uh, uh, Irving he's shooting great from three right now so it's all working out well for them right now the only thing that I've seen the last couple of games that I just don't like is they get out to this big twenty point lead and they just coast and they let the team back in and you can't do that against Golden State. Yeah. You can't do that against San Antonio yeah. if you're gonna play them in the final. And they've been they, they turned it on. I think that's just like what they do in yeah. the time. But I, well, it's scary to think that, that they're gonna that like we'll just wait to play them tough, you yeah, know. But they're turned like you said, they're on all cylinders right now. Their defense, they're they're playing great help defense. Tristan is rebounding like a machine offensively and defensively as usual. And that offense is is clicking right now. They yeah. they figured out what they want to do. Uh, they're not necessarily running the offense through Love, but they're giving it to him in the block. And I think they've kind of figured out their chemistry as far as like, all right, we're going to let Love dominate the game at this moment. We're going to let mm-hmm. Kyrie dominate it. They pick their spots. It's just rest. Well. Yeah. Whatever comes for rest. Exactly. Are you uh, saying the Cavs like to tease? Yeah. They yeah. Do. Yeah. Is that is that game final right there, Fredo? Uh, no, it's in overtime right now. Oh, in overtime! Wow, yeah, Miami uh, that's too. Toronto and Miami. There you are, like Fredo said, in overtime is ninety eight ninety two right now. This game will probably uh, still be going by the time we finish up here. But yes, that is game one. They are in Toronto. Uh, Drake is clapping in someone's ear. That's probably what's going on. <laughs> and of course, last night we, I mean, that last fourteen seconds of that Golden State, I mean, sorry, uh, San Antonio, Oklahoma City game yeah. was insane. The the game was good itself. Yeah, it was we're, a great we're coming game. off a game where the Thunder got blown out. Thirty points. The Thunder were blown out. I expected them to play better. I didn't think that they were going to win. Yep. But you know, they had the lead going down. They tried to give it away. They had the they had the ball with fourteen seconds left. Out of bounds, Deion Waiters 
Manu Ginobili in front of him, trying to, you know, block his view or whatever from throwing it in. Yeah. Throws the ball in, it's just a big old mess. Yeah. You know, we don't we don't know what's going on <laughs> as it's going on. Yeah. All we know is that they throw the ball into Kevin Durant, Danny Green steals it, they have three on one, he throws like a soap bubble <laughs> up, to, up to LaMarcus Aldridge, who... Has to go underneath the... The momentum takes him underneath the basket. Yeah, and he gave it to Manu. Manu comes out, throws some weird, crazy pass behind his head. Uh, to Patty Mills. We have Patty Mills. Chucks one up with Steven Adams coming at him. Block, he tips it. He just goes... Just, just falls short because he gets the tip on it. Then there's just a scrum on the ground, and the game's over. Everyone's thinking to themselves, man, what a crazy finish. Yeah. But little did they know that once those replays started coming in, <laughs> you had a Dion Waiters freaking forearm to the, sh- to the middle of the uh, chest. Shimmy, dude. And then you're like, oh, man, he should have been called for that. But wait, there's something else because then someone got a picture of Manu Ginobili's foot on the out-of-bounds line when if that happens, they're supposed to push him back at least three feet. Like yeah. he's supposed to have three feet in between there. Yeah. And, then, and then Waiters jump. Yeah, he jumps and throws it. You're not allowed to jump and throw it. So then they're complaining about uh, there should have been a there there should have been a call. The Spurs should have had the ball, but who cares if the if the Spurs should have got the call? They still had three on one. Yeah, well, and okay, and then on that play when when Durant catches it, Danny Green fouls Durant, but yeah. they don't call it, so he gets the steal on a foul. So yeah. Okay, now you're even. You're, the bad calls are, are washed at this point. Yeah. So now you have the three on one. Like you said, he throws up his soap bubble, which brings uh, Altrich's momentum underneath the basket, so he can't do anything. You ruined a three on one with a terrible play. Yeah. So now, like you said, he throws it. He throws it out. So now, as uh, Stephen Adams blocks the shot, he his momentum carries him into the stands. Oh, guess what? A fan grabs him yes. and tries to keep him a from going into the play. And holds on to him. <laughs> he has to yank his arm away. Once he realizes that they won the game, he turns around and just mean mugging this guy. And they had to like zoom in on it and show you that the fan wrapped their arms around him while he's trying to get out of there. It was a chick literally yeah. like two-armed his arms to make yeah. him up. And I, out of this play, the biggest thing that I took was... Wow, Steven Adams saved that game because yeah. if you watch where he was when Mono, he got out there Mono grabs the ball. Mono's in the key right in front of the basket. He throws the backwards pass. So now he's in the key mm-hmm. and he has to run all the way out to the three-point line and he still gets a finger on yeah. it. That yeah. alone, he saved the game right there. It I was mean, incredible. That last 14 seconds alone, man, that was just insane to watch. I man. mean, guys who have played the... I mean, legends who are retired now, who are, you know, 60, 70 years old, said they have never seen a play like yeah. that. They've never nobody seen knew an what inbounder. To do. That's what the rest were. Even like, Manu said afterwards, he's like, I've never been a part of anything yeah. like that. Like, nobody knew what to do. The rest said they've never seen it, so they didn't call it. But, like, for me, that's kind of a cop-out excuse because you're supposed to know what the yeah. rules are. The they mean, are supposed to know what the rules you, are. Whether you've seen but we're it talking or not. about vets. We're talking about, like, 20, like 15, 20-year vets are like, I've never, I've never seen, seen anything it. like that. I've never I seen the out-of-bounder yeah. forearm. The, the only person that seemed to know what was supposed to happen there was Chris Webber. Yeah. And uh, Chris Chris Webber uh, has his own history at the end of ball games. Like, where you're That's like, why he knows yeah. all that. So, I mean, like, he better know everything that's going on. But yeah, he so that. pissed off, too. When oh, he was mad. mad. He was mad. Imagine the irony in that, though. Yeah. Right? Chris Webber doing it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's great into the game. 
it only adds, adds more intrigue to it, man. They're going to go back to Oklahoma it's City. It's going to be a great series. Uh, next game's on Friday. Well, I mean, they won at San Antonio. How, yeah. I mean, how, I think what did San Antonio win, lose? They went 40 and 1. And the one game they lo- that they lost during the season was against Oklahoma. Yeah. So then they go in there and they do it again. We're, we're all even. You they, expect to go? You you expect them expected them to go back to Oklahoma City up two zero. Yep. Hey, guess what? It's a brand new it's ball brand game. new series. Yeah. Brand new series. And I mean, I love I love the Spurs. I mean, yeah. I, I I have the Spurs winning, but man, they Thunder showed a lot. And I mean, you you know me, I'm a Westbrook guy. We're yeah. both Westbrook Durant guys. Uh-huh. We we love what their game. We love what they have, and 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 it's awesome to see because now you know you came off that first game, you're like. Ah, 30 points, like, you know it's not going to be the rest of that, the series, but at the same time, it's just like, man, San Antonio is just, they could be just that good, you yeah. know, it's like, yeah. alright, you know, Durant, Westbrook, here we go again, but those guys are just way too good, way too talented, way too much veterans, they've been here before, they've been in, in the, the NBA Finals before, They're, it's going to be a great series. Yeah, yeah, really looking forward to that one on Friday, but, uh, so yeah, that's everything to look forward to. That's going to do it for us this week. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to uh, listen to it on iTunes and favorite it and uh, you know, give us some stars, leave us a little comment, share the show, give it to your friends, let them know that uh, we're doing it. You know, let them know you enjoy it, especially if you're listening to it. If you're listening to it over and over again, hey, tell, tell some people about the show. I know we, we do joke about how little fans we have. We do have a good following right don't, now. Don't so. keep it a secret. Yeah. <laughs> if we yeah. make you laugh, then yeah. share it. Yeah. Share the Let's joy. Keep it hush, man. <laughs> Let's help us out. Let's help us out. But uh, yeah, like I said, hope you enjoyed the show. It could be part of the discovery. Yep. <laughs> I was there from the beginning, man. <laughs> be your story. Be that person. And now on that note. Also, be sure uh, keep a lookout. This Thursday, we'll be putting out the MLB FanDuel Challenge. So. We'll be doing that as well. So for Rick, for Fredo, myself, thanks for listening. Tune in next week, and uh, we'll try and do better. Thank you. Bye. Bye.